Hello and welcome. This is the first episode of The Miseducation of Music. I'm Josh Jones. I go by J. Trev. And I got a guest with me for the first episode here. If you want to introduce yourself. Sup? <laughs> name's Alex Gaska. What's the only name I have? I wish I had a cooler name. That's all I wish I had a cooler That's all I have. Uh, dude, my names are lame as fuck. Like my name is like I go by J Trev. But that like that actually DJ makes name. sense. It does, but it's like That's it's like so saying... lame at the same time. Like it's dry to me. Like mm. I kind of cool. wish I had something cooler, but like now too many people know it. J Trev. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's why I was Data Speaks, but I like that name though. Like that name's tight. <clears throat> but I also came up with it when I was in eighth grade. I mean, shit. And it was like a whole. So the whole thing was like I was supposed to be this. The whole concept was me rapping from the perspective of the internet. So mm-hmm. that was, like, already pretty heady at the time. And then, like, this year, I was like, you know what? I think, I think I'm going to have to drop that. It's too heavy. Because then all I have it's to rap dope. about is, like, dope, Data Speaks. Though. Yeah. It's, even, if you, even if you stay off the vein of, like, rapping from the perspective of the internet, it's yeah. still cool, isn't it? It was funny because my the real name was Data. And then when we were at Bryce... I made a SoundCloud page called Data Speaks. Like, that's where you go to hear me speak. And then the name just combined. Yeah. So uh, the next day, everyone was like, Data Speaks, cool name. And I'm like, it's not really the name, but... It's like that was the handle. Like, the yeah, name yeah. would... Oh, I feel The handle, yeah, it turned into the name. So it just became Data Speaks. I feel that, man. That's crazy. I yeah. have no clue. I've known that name for forever, yeah, man. I had no was, clue that that's how that shit just came together. And then because the internet came out, and I was like, well, this is really the direction that I was thinking, and then... Yeah. Gambino did it perfectly, so I was like, Gambino yeah. murdered that shit, and then did his little secret album and shit yeah. right after, his little secret songs mm-hmm. tucked away, but yeah, dude, wow, we just went off on a tangent about names that quick, dude, two seconds in, but uh, this podcast is just going to be about music, I mean, the culture, music, I'm going to bring on some artists as well as friends, things of that nature, but past, present, future, the culture, the creative process, just how music works and why we appreciate it, like, it's mm-hmm. pretty awesome. I mean, like, personally, I've been DJing since I was in sixth grade. Mm-hmm. Like, I got my first turntables that early, and I've just been vibing ever since. Like, I've had a love for music. I know yeah. music better than anything else in this world. So, like, it kind of just made sense to do this shit. Mm-hmm. And, like, I know so many people who love music and appreciate it. Like, man, I texted you, and you were immediately on board. Mm-hmm. Like, because it's just, music is that powerful and that cool, and you can share it with so many people. <laughs> and I also thought that DJing is almost like... Um like learning piano in a way like if you learn piano that sort of opens up the doors to music but I also think that DJing opens up the doors to like rap but mostly all music because you have to learn about beats and timing and tempos and, and keys and it's like that learning that from that early age is like a good thing you know yeah and I mean Just, my mom made me fucking play instruments yeah. all the time yeah, man. yeah. And there was no option in my household you had to play an instrument yeah that's crazy I played trumpet for like Six months and that was it. Dude, I played the trumpet for all the grammar school. Then I switched to the tuba in high school. Played a little clarinet, trombone. But it's like you you paid your dues. It's like you did all that, but now you have this vast knowledge of all this shit. I mean, yeah, some of it's pretty useless when it comes to, you know, some of the music I make now. Like, of course, the theory behind all of it's beautiful. Like, learning how to read music and understanding how music works is dope. But, like... I've never been sitting down while working on a beat in recent history and been like, man, let me break out some of this clarinet knowledge. Yeah, like, you yeah. know, let's put some flutes on here and I'll yeah. play it in or something like that. I've mm-hmm. never thought that before. Yeah, but I remember I looked up a video for, it's from Pharrell, like tips on how to produce and stuff like that. 
and his main thing was learn instruments before, or learn at least the basis of piano, and then that'll open up, you know, a whole world of, like... Yeah, you learn just, proper. like, a whole bunch of stuff yeah. that translate. I mean, mm-hmm. music is, like, it's so dope. It relates everywhere. Like, it's all the same thing when yeah. you look at it from a certain view. Like, yeah. it's so cool. It gets pretty heady, man, when you start to think of, like, it's just a pattern of sounds that we For real. think of. I always wonder, like, do animals hear it? And just like, this is nonsense. Yeah, like, and are then, they just going like, bro, what? Like, yeah. are they just banging on drums for no. no reason? It's weird. Or do they have their own music? Or do they enjoy our music, man? It'd be even crazier. That'd be weird. That's crazy. That's crazy. So, this episode is going to be the first one. So, I want to talk about something that was super dope and I really wanted to pick your brain about. Mm-hmm. And I want the topic to be sampling. Okay. Because, like, man, I know you fuck with early 2000s, like, heavy, same yeah. way I do. Mm-hmm. That's the Kanye West era, Pharrell era, right, right. Jay-Z back in the day on mm-hmm. his blueprints that Kanye was producing. Right, right. The samples were so crucial. Like, <coughs> almost yep. career-making. Yeah. Like, and, like, what, just to start it off, what's your favorite sample song? I mean, Jesus. Man, like, um, it, just for right now, what's the one that comes to your head? One that comes to my head now, because recently I was, I was playing uh, Watch the Throne. Um, Otis is really good. Yeah, that was like man. a new twist. It was like the way they flipped that sample, man. You yeah. can't even tell that that's the song. Like yeah. that's and they only took such a slight shot. And man. I think it doesn't even have drums. I think it's just the loop. It's uh-huh. just they loop it. Um, that one is really good. When I think of fucking samples, I think of Overnight Celebrity by Kanye with Twista. Man, Obviously, that's what I got classic. written down right here. Bro. Yeah. So I got Slow yeah. Jams. Slow Jams, yep. Luther Vandross sample yeah, yeah. is so cold, yeah. man. Like, and then the Overnight Celebrity that yeah. Lenny Williams, he yeah, takes yeah. the part where he's crying into yeah, the yeah. microphone yeah. and speeds it up, man. Kanye was on a different level back in the day. I, I think it, it is a good start with the Kanye 2000s, but then if you compare it with like the Watch the Throne, it's like Early Kanye was the fast drums and the fast samples, and mm-hmm. then as he kind of progressed, it became slower, and then, like, Otis is a perfect example where it's, like, yeah. kind of slow, it's just not a lot of production at all, it's just a loop. He um, was just that good with the samples at that point. Yeah, like, he exactly. knew what it was supposed to sound like, his chops were so on point. Mm-hmm. Man, like, I, I want to see his MPC, like, you know That's what I mean, yeah. have come out of that, man? The like, SP-12 and the MPC, I mean, literally, the way the drums sound is because... That's what the equipment was. It was like you have a loop but the, of drums. He hasn't changed that equipment. You can still hear yeah. it uh, on his production for all we got. Mm-hmm. You can hear that that's a played in MPC yeah, yeah. versus like what I could get in Logic today mm-hmm. with like a little BS MPC and things yeah. like that. And then I think obviously My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy took Man. sampling into a different. We were just talking about that actually before we left. Was this like this kind of rap music where it's approaching high art? It's Man, not even for real. rap anymore. It's, it's like a different thing. It's a different level. It's on a different plane. Yeah. And the fact that you can take someone else's art and integrate it into making a new portrait. Like, right. J. Cole said it at the end of 2014, Forest Hill Drives, when he's like, you put that art into the world so somebody can be inspired. Mm-hmm. Let me be inspired by mm-hmm. it. And, like, Kanye gets so inspired by yeah. other art and then creates a new art form of his own. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's so cool to even see that process. Aside from, like, crazy things that keep him in the media. Like, right. You gotta get a man props where his props are due. Like yeah, I mean, man. even eight oh eights and heartbreaks was I mean, a, it was a sound that was different than everything. I mean, I, yeah, I've written papers about that fucking album, but man, it's I hot. think <laughs> yeah, I think the pinnacle. I mean, the pinnacle of change for, and I use Kanye as the sampling example because he really took it into the fucking where you can take it. 
you know, the he highest place you can take limit. it. He found the limit. He was chopping yeah. everything. I mean, he had Shaka Khan chops on his first tape. Yeah. Like, but, Shaka Khan. <laughs> yeah. But to me, graduation was really the the end of soul sampling, the beginning of let's sample Daft Punk, which is crazy. Yeah, like, let's, let's do that. Yeah, let's sample. Harder, better, faster, stronger yeah. sample, man. That was, was, again, okay, now we're not doing soul samples that much anymore. Yeah. Now we're... What was crazy was around that same time is when Touch It by Buster Rhymes came mm-hmm. out using another sample. Like, man, like, that was just a weird time of music where it almost seemed like there was, like, no genre. Like, right, it right, didn't right. matter. Like, we were going to take anything hot and just keep mixing mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And, yeah. So, it was, like, to me, graduation was that pinnacle of we're still going to do a little bit of soul, but now let's integrate other things. And then My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy was sampling, like, fucking rock music from Europe and mm-hmm. just all this shit. It was like crazy to Man, me. Man, even the mixing on that album, it's one of the coolest things I've ever heard. Like the levels that they get and yeah. even on a blame game mm-hmm. when they start playing around with the panic. Yeah, yeah. And he's having a conversation yeah. with himself in left and right, right, left and right. It bounces back and like mm-hmm. first time I heard it was like in my headphones. I remember being a kid. Like I just got that CD burnt. It wasn't right. even the official 808s and mm-hmm. heartbreaks. And I was like, this is the craziest thing I've ever heard. Like, who jumps their voice in the headphones? But, right. like, he even did that on a late registration with Gone. That sample oh, yeah. sits in the left headphone. Oh, yeah, that's right. That that's sample right. only mm-hmm. sits in the left headphone. His yeah. drums are in the right. Yeah. And he brings in just some of the craziest, dirtiest drums on that one. Kanye mm-hmm. is just, man, when you talk about samples, you can go for hours about yeah. it. But, like, who you think killing the game currently? Samples. Because, like, I'm not saying they've fallen off. But, like, I feel like they're harder to spot or better blended now. Well, when you talk about the producers that are really, like, you know, the producers of the year, you have, like, Metro Boomin now. It's, like, always a weird thing. It's sort of unofficial, but, like, when I think of producer of the year, I go all the way back to, like, our time would be, like, Lex Luger, and then it goes to, like, uh, DJ Mustard and blah blah blah. I think this year's DJ T- Mustard had a run in the 2010s, yeah. bro. <laughs> I think right now it's Take Heath. He's gonna be the, the Take top. Heath is coming up, yeah. definitely, definitely. But it I, is a weird. It, it is dying. It's weird because sampling. It's weird. But like vocal samples are rising. That's what's yeah. killing me. Because like there's people like Forty T minus and Wild. I just accidentally named two Drake producers in a yeah. row, but they're killing samples still. Yeah, like they're, they pull a sample and it's called J Cole because T minus did the sampling on his and J Cole does his own sampling too. I think T minus does it more out there. I think Forty, you, it's like seamless. Like you'll go. It's a blend. Like you hear it like what you've done. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's like amazing. But like the way it sits back there on you. Yeah, it yeah. Creeps in when the when the like uh, when the drum pattern <laughs> comes in yeah. and the vocal finally comes out. And you're yeah. like, man, we've been waiting. Man, it's crazy. Yeah. Like, but I think what so what Forty's really good at is like weaving in a random like vocal thing where you go. It's like, you know, I don't know what to call it, but I think people know about that Drake breakdown, that 40 Drake breakdown. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of slows down. There's a lot of piano. It's kind of airy. It's when it hear, like, like, he um, gets his little R&B vibe on. Yeah, yeah. light skin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And even with uh, the J-Lo one that they just did. It, that's kind of more up front, but same. What? I don't think I've heard that one. Oh, wow. That's J-Lo, yeah. Man, But they that's pitched crazy. it down very low. Man, um, he goes insane with those samples. He really knows how to sit them in the in the beat. Like I don't, I don't even understand how you get them that crisp. Like every time I get a sample, I'm trying to 
I'm trying to make the song around the sample almost. Yeah. And that's not the way I'm supposed to be doing that. Yeah, yeah. Like, I should really be trying to blend it in more and stuff. It's just like, I don't know how he sits them in there. And yeah, that's what I was going to say is that there's a lot of people that either create an entire song around a sample or they're able to seamlessly put it in there. I think that's a different thing with producers. But right now, I, I really don't know producers that are, you know, in... Like, I don't know who produced um, a lot with J. Cole mm-hmm. and 21 Savage, but that's a really good example. I recently. think there's a behind the bars on that, behind the beat on that. <coughs> yeah. They say who did it, but I'm not sure. That was, I'm not yeah, sure no, either. That, that, again, that was a really good recent example of, of sampling. That sample goes insane. Yeah. It's so simplistic. Like, and that's how the T minus sample uh, that he used from the, uh, for Middle Child, mm-hmm. that little, that slight sample was just like, it DJ takes up, it takes up a lot of space and doesn't at the same time. Yeah, yeah. So when the drums come in, you you notice them, but when right. the drums fade out, the sample doesn't leave it airy. Mm. Like it's still filling up the area. It's crazy. DJ Dahi produced that, and I've heard DJ his name Dahi? a lot. He's, he's in a lot of Kanye uh, credits. True. DJ Dahi, he produced Money Trees as well. He produced Money like Kendrick. Yeah, he produced that. Man, Money Trees. Money trees one of my favorites uh, of all time. J Rock's verse in that is one of my favorite verses of all time. Man, imagine a rock up in them projects. So them niggas picking yeah. pockets, Santa Claus don't miss no stockings. Man, yeah. that was a cold bar. Yeah, that was a lot for me at that point. Man. But I think uh, Kendrick's last album, Damn, I think that. I mean, Damn and A Pimp a Butterfly. That's... A Pimp a Butterfly was a different album. That was spiritual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to do an episode <laughs> on that. 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 Man, that one in 2014. Yeah. Like... Those albums were insane. They yeah. were, those were those art. Like mm-hmm. how we just were talking about how music can be art. Like the way that Kendrick did uh, to Pimp a Butterfly and then did the Grammy performance. Yeah. Just in case if you didn't understand what he meant. Yeah. He was like, nah, I was trying to let you know that I'm a modern day slave to what's yeah. going on in society. Mm-hmm. That and was his My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, I think. They, te- was... they teach classes on it. Yeah. I, I, I wrote, yeah, I remember I wrote a paper for, uh, what's his face? The Briggs. Briggs. Oh, yeah, the man. Music theory, Shout whatever. out Dan Briggs. Dan Briggs. Man. I, uh, I hit up Dan Briggs one time earlier. A couple yeah, years nah, ago. I think I talked to him recently. Because like I know he works at Spotify, now, and I wanted to work at Spotify. <laughs> yeah, he didn't email nah, me back. He's connected to uh, Chance and them, too. I'm, like, I'm not going to talk more about that on, on record. But, like... He's connected to Everyone's always so quiet. Man. I've noticed that. When anybody knows about Chance, everyone's like, don't tell anybody. <laughs> don't tell anybody I told you that. Bro, like, that, who the fuck that, are we dude, tell? that dude is a Chicago gym. We got to protect him at all costs. Yeah. I've, He's too positive and his streak is still going. We yeah, just got to yeah. let it run, bro. Yeah. Like, too many people trying to get around him <laughs> might, might change some stuff up. Like, yeah. we got to take care of that man. Like, he's, he should be the mayor one day. I good. vote for him all day. Not even based on his music. I honestly just think he's that nice of a guy. Yeah. Like, he really cleaned his act up and stuff like that. Yeah. Man. Uh, current news on samples that J. Cole, Bryson Tiller lawsuit you've been, is happening. You've been talking about this for Man, a little bit. Man, because that song is so dope. It is. I love, I love Swing My Way. Like, mm-hmm. bro, like, I didn't even know that that was the song that was being sampled the whole time. So, like, when I finally read the article and I was like, Swing My Way? Like, that can't be... And I was like, man, that's, that song just got back in my life. Man. Yeah. You know, like, I needed that track. It's a dope song. But yeah, that that's... It is unfortunate the way that... It's weird, man. And I, I'm sure that when these people made these songs, you know, I don't think they're, anybody's thinking that, hey, in 10 years, 20 years, I'm going to have to 
battle these people because they're trying to use my sound. I feel it, but like, do you do you think that should even be in monetary things? Like, I mean, when you take art and make it into other art, like, I think it, yeah, in a way, because if I, if somebody sampled my song without giving me anything, and then they go to the Billboard charts with it, and then they make this much money on it, I think that they should go through the legal channels, which I'm sure I mean, but like, artists have. But, but, they, but they they created a new song. They created a new piece of art. I'm not knocking... I, I, 100% do do it with that art what you will, but it's like... But like, like, like why do you, why do you feel there should be a percentage of that? I'm playing devil's advocate. I'm not out who, here okay, trying who, to who say... Who does the original? Who people, does the original? Uh, for Swing My Way? Yeah. The the guy who did the beat? Per, no, person... The, the original, original is KP and Envy. Do you think KP and Envy are living... Fuck, do you think they're balling right now? I, okay, look, KP think... and Envy should be, but they're not. Okay, <laughs> and now out of the blue, these two well, people see, have Well, see, it's this... not even KP and Envy who, are, who got the lawsuit going <coughs> It's the producer? It's the producer who flipped the KP and Envy first. See, th- that's a clusterfuck. And that's because... where I'm like, where is your bread on this end of the deal, bro? Um... Like, I like my only thing is the beats do sound very similar. I, should... I ain't knocking yeah. nobody who made either any of of the three beats that got made, that's Exchange, Deja Vu, no, and I, the uh, original Swing My Way, but like... I agree. They sound similar, but at the same time, like, man, like, why are you trying this one so hard? No, I, I agree on the terms of the dude who produced it and is crying, blah, blah, blah. Sorry, but go fuck yourself. That's ridiculous. They, they were, made hits. Okay, yeah. If it was like, KP and Envy doing and saying, you know, blah, 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 I need my percentage... 100%, that's okay. But, but the like guy that dude, did that beat, no, mm-hmm. fuck you, dude. That's I Somebody else found the sample and flipped it better. Like, that's exa- exactly what... He, he probably didn't have the sample clear. So it's like, no, yeah. That's that's the name of the game, bro. You found it. You I found the sample, I flipped it better than you. I'm my sorry. My biggest thing is, like, I feel like it should just be simple, like, phone calls of just, like, some... Like, just yeses because of, like, the formality. More than, like... I'm trying to hold my art and you don't you're not good enough to me to use it. Right, right, right. Like I like I don't know. I feel like it's it's not as complicated as we have to make it be all the time. But then like, we from a, make it complicated yeah. as hell. From the view of a producer, also, I don't know if I'd call that guy and, and ask him to work with me because then like you have the idea that makes a song like deja vu and then you gotta cut this guy in and he really didn't do shit. He just kind of flipped the sample in a certain way that made you think of it. Yeah, it's it's a clusterfuck, dude. I would. It is, but like, so think about it from the side of uh, Father Stretch My Hands Part Two. Okay. And Hand <coughs> by Designer, because that one baffles me. Like, I think, I think that's, that's a different thing. I think that's gonna baffle me to death. I don't think it's much different because he quite literally, like, Kanye took clips of it. Like, whether like it's not the entire song. So like, I understand that like he did different things on the track. But, like, that beat is the same beat. He took the chorus from Designer. And then Designer's song also gets popping on the side just because Kanye's isn't available. Like... I think that's a different... I think, in my mind, when I heard that, what I thought was Designer was... Designer was, A, a nobody. He had the buzz with the panda. But if my hero comes to me and is like, I want to use your song, all of it, I think Designer was like... Do you still drop the song? Do you... Like, would you have still dropped Panda? Yeah, because, well, I thought Panda came out, was it the other way around? Panda was already out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then Kanye did part two. 
Oh yeah, but but I'm saying like, would you would you t- oh. remove Panda from the equation then and go my songs being used here? I'm one of those people who are like, I don't want my art to be out there twice in slightly different manners. Like, uh, don't like Chief Keef is one of my favorite examples because yeah, yeah. Kanye took it, but like, of course we got more artists, so that was a legit remix. Yeah, yeah. But like that song didn't blow up till Yay, and like he mm-hmm. gets to keep them both because it's like this is the song, this is the remix, right, whereas right. like. This situation is these are supposed to be two different songs, right? But if you start them up at a party, you don't know who's playing. exactly, yeah. And then you think that one's gonna start, like, because yeah. don't like you got Pusha T over here. You right, only right. got you only got Chief Keef on this other, right, right. right? Like, I think it's, um, I don't know. To me, it's a little different because I think Chief Keef had a little bit of a following in Chicago when the don't like thing happened. I think he had a lot of a following. Yeah, like, so like. like you already had. I was in the city at the time. Yeah, we all knew the words. I remember <laughs> at, at Rice, we that was the first I've ever heard of Chief Keef. Was like freshman year, we started playing him, and I was like, "Damn, this guy's you know he's blowing up." But Bro, I think I just, I've always loved drill. That's my yeah. weak spot. Like a lot of people <laughs> yeah. are like, "I don't like mumble rap. I don't like this." I'm like, "Look, I love drill to yeah, death. Yeah. Like Katie got bands, yeah, man. Yeah. Drillery Clinton, all the way up to three. I listened yeah. to him on repeat, That's bro." Hilarious. And then she did the remix on Angels, bro, Freestyle. It was crazy. Yeah. I, I think it's different with, with Chief because I think he had a little bit more of a following. Obviously, Designer came out with Panda. That was the only thing he had the mainstream knew about. I'm sure he had his fucking following in Atlanta. Is he from Atlanta? I don't know. You sound like you're from Atlanta. It probably, because I, I thought it was Future. Atlanta. I'm not going to lie. What I heard... I thought it was Future. Thought, that, bro, I was telling <laughs> people it was Future yeah. for two weeks. Yeah. I was telling people it was Future exactly. for two whole weeks. I was like, bro, there's Future on there. How you gonna tell me it's not future? I know music. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and you know, designers recently been fucking talking crazy because he's being I'm, underused. I'm I found out. I don't know. It's still more the old stuff though. I, I haven't heard any like real new designer. Or no. Any. He did a song with Gold Link that doesn't even sound like him, bro. Really? It's crazy. It's a it's a good one, but like, it doesn't sound. Like, he's like no. just screaming in the mic. He was think, hilarious on Wild and Out too. I think he thought Timmy Turner was gonna. The Kanye fucking, remix on that Timmy Turner went crazy though. I don't even think I heard that. Man, born in the nation that breeded us. You heard maybe, that? maybe. Man, he switched, like he switches the drums out for the, uh, for the old yay tribals. Oh, okay. like the love lockdown tribals. Yeah, and it's it it flips the whole beat. That should have yeah. been the only one that got released. And Timmy Turner was also his uh, it was his XL freestyle. Like I don't. Oh yeah, that's right. How do you feel about XL freestyles becoming songs? Personally, this is, this isn't even on sampling. That's just like a real question I got. <laughs> like, no, I'm okay with that because the the fact of the matter is is that I think, and I think everybody else knows that those sample those freestyles aren't real freestyles. Yeah, no, they're they're usually written that you got yeah. on just studio tracks right I've now. Heard, but like I've heard that before a bunch where I listen to yeah. the double XL freestyle and then months later it's a song. Yeah, I mean, like, so I, I was, I'm a huge uh, team backpack mm-hmm. watcher. Like, I yeah, still yeah. go back and watch them, and I found one of Kyle from way we back in the day. Together, yeah. yeah, and that's yeah. the beginning of the movie, right. the after party he just dropped on Netflix. Because, mm-hmm. like, when I heard the verse, I had to Google it immediately. I was like, I've heard this verse somewhere. It was on a team backpack with a, uh, with a, uh, Kel from Keenan and Kel. Yeah, we're talking about it. It's wearing a Jesus. Man, hat. Team Jesus. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> yeah, no. Man. Um,. Kanye did the slam poetry, and he made man um, all of them bitter, but bittersweet, <coughs> bittersweet poetry never yeah. got released. I got the I got I don't a know version, where I, I got a version it. in my library. With John Mayer, yeah, yeah, yeah. Keisha Cole, bro. Yeah, yeah. I got I got that in my library. It's one so of my nice. little secret gems I that, that I song. I play for like people, but I don't give it out and yeah, stuff. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's one of them old schools. I downloaded I that. Hey, girl, I'll shake the shit out of you. Man. I remember that song. 
Um, now this Hennessy yeah, yeah. is gonna be the death of me. That yeah. was so cold, man. I, I'm okay with it because if I had a yeah, if I had if I had a he did self conscious on two albums and that ended up being all falls down. That's on Freshman Adjustment one and two because he puts the uh, Deaf Poetry version on there. And imagine if he never remade Homecoming. That's what I'm man, saying. Man, but see, I don't know. I'm a I'm an old school PA fan. And so the original, right, yeah. the original Homecoming with John Mayer on yeah, the chorus. Yeah. Ten times better than John me. Lennon. John like, Legend. But like, John Lennon. I said yeah. John Lennon? You said John Mayer. Oh. You said John Mayer, man, I said John too Lennon. Too many Johns. Yeah. But nah, the original one with John <laughs> Lennon on it, and anybody who's listening who has not heard the original version of Homecoming that he dropped like almost a full seven years before, yeah. go check that out. That's on Freshman Adjustment 1 with the Red Album cover. But yeah. like, that version was so much better to me, but like, where he was in his career and in his rapping mm-hmm. when it came out, of course the verse was crisper. Right. Like, the, I met this girl when I was three years mm-hmm. old, but it was like, if the way he dropped it back in the day was still cold. Yeah. Like, man, I remember that tape. That's got the good, the bad, the ugly on it. Yeah, yeah. And then he redropped that on a, on some little, like, side internet stuff mm-hmm. uh, when he dropped 808s and Heartbreaks. He re- he just dropped his uh, old files out. Yeah, And yeah. then the Pinocchio story freestyle came yeah. out around the same time. That's one of the coldest... I, was, That's, I love when Ye just gets emotional and rants, yeah, but yeah. like in his setting. Yeah, like yeah. don't do it on Twitter. Do it at a concert, yeah, man. Yeah. Let me buy a ticket. Now yeah. I'm here to see you. Like you know. There's like, a, there's, to me, there's another layer of that song because I read about that Beyonce was the one that told him to include it at the end of mm-hmm. 808s. But to me, there was always such another layer of loneliness because it's in Thailand. So it's like how he many people even, really? He didn't even do it in a place where people could understand his saying. words. So he's pouring his heart though. out, and it's like they're like, yeah, it. But, like they but I think I think that sure that's what made what the saying, song but. so emotional, and that's what made it the perfect bonus track. Yeah, like because yeah. after you listen to Eight Ways and Heartbreaks, you're like, man, this dude's in a dark place. Yeah, it's like a dream. You're, you're like, bro, the <sighs> second I get to paranoid, I'm always yeah. just like, man, like. Yeah. I'm gonna listen through the whole album. Yeah, like yeah. I'm too deep in. Yeah, I'm yeah. feeling real emotions for everything mm-hmm. he's saying and shit. And then street lights, bad news, coldest winter, man. Till I die, say you will. It's funny, man. I, and I then a, you give me that Pinocchio freestyle, and I'm like, yeah. man, somebody go check on him. Somebody <laughs> call this boy. Yeah, it was, like, it was funny because today I have my Facebook memories, and um, eight years ago today I made a post in 2011, and it says. Hey, 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 don't say you will unless you will. I was like, wow, that's crazy. Man, that is crazy. We were talking about sampling and you can't not have Kanye involved. That's real. I think you took it into the mainstream. Really, Bro, he he changed the game. He made made rap listenable for everybody. Like, I mean, like, my mom loves All Falls (laughs) Down. Yeah. Jesus Walks, I got to play that oh. at the crib. I didn't get to play other yeah, rap yeah. like that, but we were listening to the video and everything. Yeah, yeah. Like, cause I come from a very religious family. Like, mm-hmm. my parents run the church. Uh-huh. So, like, originally when we were kids, we got to listen to some stuff. My mom was still like, I don't want to hear all that cursing. Like, I was downloading the Drought 2 and 3, <laughs> like, on the sneak, yeah, putting yeah. it on my MP3 player, deleting the files off right. the computer. Yeah. Man, I had to be, like, sneaky about it, but... Yeah. Even talking about samples, Lil Wayne in that era, mm-hmm. back in the Carter one and the all the way up to the Drought three, he was using only like old school samples. Like he was using the Mr. Carter sample mm-hmm. on yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, man, that's one of the coldest. President Carter, even on the Carter yeah, four, yeah. to keep going. Let the beat build, another kind Let of beat. Let the beat build, man. Beat. And then he got a track. Uh, I don't know if you know it. It's with a. Uh, it's with the Let It Rock dude. It's called Novocaine. Was that on Rebirth? No, 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 it's not on the album. It's one. It's a one-off drop. I got it. Oh, okay. I, my tags on it on my yeah. computer say like DJ Ill Will. Like it's that old. <laughs> oh, really? It's that old. Damn. 
Like, DJ, you will, yeah. Uh, do you think that there's a difference in sampling and then rapping over another beat? Since we're talking about Wayne, and Wayne is like known for that. I mean, Sky's the Limit is, I like that more than I like the Mike Jones track that <coughs> the song is really after. Like, man, I can't tell you the last time I listened to the Mike Jones version of that. Mike Jones. And my last name is Jones. You think I'd be bumping that? You know, Mike never Jones. catch Mr. Jones. Man. I, no, it, it, I think that's a whole different that's a different section genre? because that's like just mixtape shit like I mean it's mixtape definitely but like I don't know I feel that, like to me was I feel like it's like, a type of sample like definitely no money involved definitely yeah, no yeah. like it's, it should be only on it's a for the love of the game yeah. yeah a lot of people like to do it with disses too I don't know if I agree right. with that I think that poisons <laughs> the game yeah. when you hit a diss on that person's beat like yeah, yo yeah. don't be that disrespectful like right. make, a, make a whole track if you're gonna make a diss I love disses like Control Kendrick Lamar, yeah, yeah. crazy. Another episode for this is. Oh, yeah, I gotta yeah. just. That's gonna be one already. This is yeah. But like, like I don't know. I feel like, um, in a way, it's but, respect to go over somebody beat. Though. Yeah, like, but to me, like I think somebody like Wayne, especially. I mean, obviously, everybody. Has, the one who drops fifty a year. That's what I'm saying. Like to him, <laughs> that's like exercise. Like uh-huh. that's it's not, like these are my workout tracks. Yeah, so it, doesn't like, it doesn't Sorry matter. It doesn't matter. for the weight. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, I'm sure. Warming up. <laughs> and those people love when he uses their songs because mm-hmm. he's not making money off of it. It's purely entertainment. It's purely just fucking. Took probably took Wayne a week to shit out a fucking twenty seven track mixtape. Bro, when, he's he, a monster. when he dropped Dedication Six and yeah. then Dedication Six reloaded the next yeah, yeah. day, I was like, bro, you're a monster. You dropped two twenty six track tapes yeah. and we still waiting on the Carter yeah. at that point. Does like it, the Carter hadn't even dropped then. He doesn't. He doesn't. Yeah, he's, that's why he's a legend. Mixtape legend. In his sleep. Yeah, he hasn't written a bar down since ninety nine. Did you know does. that? Yeah, of course. Bruh, I mean, that's hasn't what he written does. a bar since ninety nine. That's what he does. He was like, I only freestyle. And think about some of the coldest Wayne bars you ever heard. You yeah. just gotta go. That was on top of the head. Yeah, yeah. He didn't type that in the phone. Yeah. He didn't write that on paper. Jay Z does it too. Yeah, yeah. They're just some of the coldest people in the game. Yeah. And they don't forget their verses either. They come out on stage. They'll hit a verse from. 12 years ago. Yeah. Like, even, uh, and no disrespect, but, like, J. Cole will come out on stage. He'll be like, I forgot these lyrics, but y'all sing them with me. Yeah, he'll be yeah. having fun with it. But, like, Wayne and Jay-Z, they don't forget a bar. I think it's crazy. That's a different level of talent where it's, like, you don't have the... I've thought about this. It's, like, most people have the filter of think, and then you have to write it down that they're missing that, where it's just think talk, mm-hmm. where they just go, blah, and then it's just, like, instant. It's like instant. There's no stop. So yeah. it's like they think of those lines and they say those lines so perfectly. And I'm, I'm sure they do takes, but like, yeah, I remember seeing videos of Wayne and Jay and just watching them do that. It's like, whoa. Man, like, when I, I was never a kid that. and on YouTube, they dropped the collision course, Linkin mm-hmm. Park and Jay-Z, rest in yeah, peace, yeah. Chester. Mm-hmm. But uh, Linkin Park and Jay-Z did the album together mm-hmm. and he goes in and he's kicking bars from an album that was like two, three years yeah. old. And he has no phone, no yeah. paper. They're literally like, hey, punch in right here. And he just goes, okay, kicks the whole bar. Like, yeah, yeah. no hesitation. Everybody in the studio is amazed. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there like, how do I get to that level? Like, yeah. bro, I literally, like, I just don't understand it. Like, it baffles me. I'm like, do you remember everything <laughs> you've ever said in a verse yeah, yeah. without writing it down nowhere? Like, I think it, it does work, though, with, like, um, just associating sound. With, remember, um, what teacher do we have? We're in that class together, I'm pretty sure. Dolan? Yeah. Same thing. Like, I, I couldn't, I don't have that yet, but it's... it's like when because that's, I mean, like, I remember a lot of lyrics, and like, yeah. it's mainly sound association. So exactly. it's like, oh, yeah, just give me the first two seconds, I'll yeah. know every word. But like, 
I just don't have it for my own craft, I guess. Because, like, even, like, some beats I've made, I'm like, oh, what's about to happen next? Yeah. I haven't heard this in a year. It's like, funny. I don't even know yeah. what this beat sounds like. Or, like, even, like, a song I wrote, I'll be like, man, I had no clue what bar was coming right, next. Right. This is a clever guy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I've had that, too. It's funny where I'm, where I'm like, I have my, my iTunes on Truffle. And then it'll play a beat that I've used for a song. And I go, let me try to test myself. So then I'll do it. And yeah, sometimes halfway through the verse, I'm like, man, 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 fuck, I forgot my own lyrics. And it's like, man, I wrote that. And yeah, it's like I wrote that and I recorded it. What's crazy, it. since I've been engineering, the, the thing that I say to rappers that like really works in the studio is like, when they get frustrated or baffled over a word, I'm like, yo, just rap it like you wrote it. Yeah, yeah. And then like two seconds after, they're like, oh yeah, that makes total sense. Yeah, yeah. But then I can't do it and practice myself. Yeah. Because like, if I were to get into a booth, I'm pretty sure I'd stumble over every word. Right, like, right. I'm better at just writing it down mm-hmm. and then handing it off to somebody else. Like, right, if right. I'm reading my own writing, that's when I stumble. And I don't yeah. know, I can remember everybody else's stuff. Yeah, it's weird. I've, I've had to like move around when I write songs. Mm-hmm. Like, that thing you told me, like, first time I came here was like that thing. Now I think about it all yeah, the time. Yeah, the, uh, the, just the, the thing that helps uh, yeah. your dictation. Because yeah, I exercise. have a big fucking tongue. So like, That's the biggest thing. A lot of people, when their dictation sounds bad, is your teeth crossing over your tongue. And I'll, I'll start to like salivate and like, like if I keep rapping and rapping and rapping. Mm-hmm. I've had to like rewrite lyrics so that I won't get like tongue tied. Mm-hmm. But it's like in my head, it works. But like, if I, It's just too much mouth movement. When you do that exercise, it yeah, keeps yeah. your mouth in the same position. Yeah. And you just remember that. And uh, it's actually from a movie. Mm. Uh, fun fact, uh, if you've ever seen The Great Debaters, Forrest Whitaker Heard of in it. the movie. Yeah, so what they do to prepare for the debate, they uh, put walnuts in their mouth and they, they give their entire debate speech with a walnut in their, like just in between their teeth. And then it trains their tongue to stay behind their teeth. So every time they say a word, the dictation just comes out fluid. Smart. Man, Smart. it's really cool. Like, honestly, like... I mean, yeah, there's a lot of techniques like that, dude. It's so dope, man. And I feel like I gotta start... When you look at a technique, like voice technique and vocal warm-ups, I don't do any of that shit, which probably strains my voice. Yeah, really. yeah, definitely. I mean, like, when I work with singers, they have way more rigorous routines than any rapper I've yeah. ever seen. And I'm like, I think rappers need to be doing the same oh, yeah. thing out here. Yeah. Like, because everybody's using their voice a lot. Like, if you're an artist, your voice is is your it's your thing. Yeah. Like, if you're a rap artist, if you're a musical artist, that's, yeah. that's what I'm trying to say. If you're a musical artist... You're, you're mainly using your mouth, whether you be like an instrument player who's playing a wind instrument or you're using your voice as a rapper or a singer or a poet. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's all you got right there to get your craft out. So, like, it's something that you got to take care of. And I think more people got to definitely be maintaining it. Definitely. And I mean, with how much, like, just rappers in general and singers smoke and things like right, that. Right. Like, I mean, from vaping to things of that nature, like... Vocal exercises and breathing exercises gotta be crucial. Man. Yeah. Wonder if any like rappers do those. Like, where are the YouTube tutorials from like Drake? <laughs> yeah. And, like, these are my breathing exercises <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> I um, I actually just saw. I was thinking of a documentary that I'd seen when Drake was. He had just dropped "Thank Me Later," and it was like this MTV documentary, accompanying that album, and it was an MTV thing. And I remember I was in Mexico, and I saw it, and it was really weird, because it was, Drake wasn't at the level he was at now, but they were almost, like, Yeah, because he took off that. after the album. Yeah, so it was, like, weird that they were doing it that early, but I remember in one scene, it was he was backstage, and um, he had a vocal coach with him, 
and he was doing the he's smart man and I was like damn that's he smart he knew what he wanted to do from that album though yeah. like that's when he started all the singing and stuff so yeah. that's probably when he probably got the vocal coach we were just talking about this David and I what do you, do you think it's a different category with Drake where it's like also with The weekend, is The weekend a singer he's like sing the raps a singer. but he sing raps The weekend's a singer Drake's a rapper yeah, I got yeah. In my in my reasoning is their come ups mm-hmm. and the bars I know they have. Like yeah. Drake dropped ransom. That's in the books. For yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. like you're a rapper. Right, right. Like I mean, like Chris Brown's a singer who can rap. Yeah. Drake's a rapper that can sing. Yeah, yeah, singing. Because like when Chris come in with a little rap on something, you're like, this is tight. But yeah, like yeah. you know, your main thing. Yeah, singing. Like yeah, it's like when P Diddy raps. It's like I don't expect him to have the best I bars. I, I don't know if I expect Diddy to like have no, the best anything. No. but I know that, and he I know knows, it's ghost written, like Dr. He, Dre. But but he knows what a good song sounds like, and ears are invaluable. Yeah, like maybe it's just because like I think I think I got some valuable ears. Yeah, like because I I think I know good yeah. sound and things like that. Mm-hmm. And Diddy is really good at picking out sounds. He's a genius when it comes Man, to picking it's out crazy. sounds. Yeah. Like he knows what everybody's vibing with. Like you know, mm-hmm. he brought Mary J. Blige on. No, I don't know. Man. Maybe. No, I just Man. knew that they were, yeah. Imagine a world without Mary J. Blige. It's crazy. Speaking of sampling and covering songs, yeah. dude, she, I'm going down is not her song originally, I don't think. Yeah, yeah. And even other songs she has, like, she sings better than the original sometimes. Yeah, it yeah. It's crazy, man. I love Mary True. J. Blige. She's so <laughs> awesome, dude. Yeah. But, uh, so with that, like, with uh, covering and stuff, what about vocal samples? Like, when you sample singing, like, uh, my favorite example and one of my favorite songs is The Need to Know, mm-hmm. Wale and SZA. Mm-hmm. They take that uh, that Music Soul Child chorus. The mm-hmm. I'm not trying to yeah, yeah. Man, it's so cold. And SZA re-sings it on a new beat. Like, how do you feel about those samples? Do you think those are going anywhere? Or is that how we're pushing the culture forward? Because we are at a lack of musical samples. I think that... I know personally from, from how I learned about music was... Whenever a rapper would say a line, and I was always such a nerd that I would like Google it and be like, "Is that from somewhere?" And then from that point, you find out about these people that you probably would have never heard about. That's what I love about right. It. We were talking about that the other day, where it's like, you like it when rappers say, they say the line from a and different then they song. They give the salute. Yeah, the exactly. End. Like, like blah blah blah, blah like like Jay Z says. Ninety eight, ninety nine. Yeah, maybe that was the time. They yeah, hit him yeah. with like the lines like that, and Jay Cole's a really cool one. Yeah, um, yeah, I I think that's I I'm totally for that. Um, Kendrick on uh, Michael Jordan. What does he say? When he says Wayne taught me that, and that's just how it goes. On, yeah. uh, too much for these niggas and too much for these hoes. Yeah. That's the line. <laughs> Cause Lil Wayne said that way back. That's an old Lil Wayne bar. There's another somebody. I don't know. One one. I think recently I just heard um, because you can live through anything if magic made it. Yeah, and like, that was yeah. that was a Kanye. That was a Kanye. Yeah, but there. Yeah, some. But then I think, doesn't Wayne use that on Doctor What? Because you can live through any. And then he says it, and then he goes. Um, I gotta look this up. He goes. Yeah, um, no, nah, you gotta look that up, man. Because he says so. He then he shouts Kanye out like right after that. Hold on. That's crazy. This I don't think I. I don't think I know what you're talking about. Man. Sorry, no dead air. Looking up the Carter 3 and the Genius app. That's another <laughs> That's another music nerd thing to have the Man, Genius app. Man, the Genius app, bro. My music folder has like 12 apps in it, dude. Yeah. I have SoundCloud, YouTube, Datpiff, AudioMac, Amazon Music, Tidal, Apple Music, 
Spotify. Oh. All right, I'm going to play this little snippet, and this is literally what we're talking about. And if I remember correctly, little Wayne gives out I'll the rules key, to I'll it. I'll low-key probably put the little snippet in. I graduated, because you could get to anything if magic made it. Some say it's biting, but I say it's enlightening. Besides, Dr. Kanye West is one of the brightest. That's, That's like a perfect way to do, it. to do it. Yeah. That's exactly how yeah. you're supposed to do a sample, man. Think, in my yeah. opinion, like when you do a vocal sample, especially if you're a rapper, if you're a singer, it's different. Mm-hmm. Like we can obviously tell by your cadence, your tone, mm-hmm. or your words. Like mm-hmm. Kalani also uses the uh, Music Soul Child sample and Down For You with mm-hmm. BJ Chicago Kid. Mm-hmm. And like... What's crazy is like you know that that's not their song, and you could tell they're giving a salute out. Man, mm-hmm. I'm getting phone calls in the middle of mm-hmm. the middle of recording. Um, but like, it's just it's so cool when rappers give the salute out because like yeah. they can't as easily give the salute out. Like Drake gets called out a lot for not saluting, and I think that's the only reason he gets called out because he brings the bar in seamlessly. Like, who do you love? Is that's one of my favorite Drake features because it's so fun. Like, he comes in with that exact bar, and it's hot to me. Like, I wish there was a little salute at the end, or I wish he was, like, trying to, like, give some ups to, to like, just the time period or anything, Mm -hmm. just to to signify that it's not his bar. Mm -hmm. But, like, I think the only reason he got called out was just because he didn't give the Mm -hmm. salute. But, like, if you know, you know is how he treats it. I agree, because when that song came out, and people didn't know that that was... A sample that pisses me off. Yeah, because I'm, I'm sitting like, here as a music lover. You think lover this is going, hot? Like we knew yeah, that was a trap, yeah, man. Exactly. A lot of fools putting salt in the game until these women get the notion that they run in the game. Yeah. Man, come on, that don't even sound like 2016. <laughs> and um, with sickle mode, um, I don't know how I feel about sickle mode. Don't, still. don't, don't pussy. He uses mm-hmm. that sample and then he uses the. Uh, oh come on! So, I don't know. The, yeah, he uses like two vocal samples, but. Instead of using his own voice, he just uses the vocal samples, which I thought was pretty cool. True. What do you mean? You, you, you don't know about sickle mode? I don't know. <laughs> you don't know? David? I don't know if I like it. <laughs> David, sickle mode? What about it? You think about it. Do you like sickle mode? He doesn't like the Drake part, but he likes the Travis part. I don't know if I like any of it. I don't know. Really? So look, I like Astro World. Yeah. I love Rodeo. Yeah, yeah. Rodeo is... I, I love Rodeo. That's... That vibe is so different. Mm-hmm. It's insane to me. Yeah. And maybe I'm a bad fan for not being able to switch with the artist. I'm known for that sometimes. Yeah. Like, it takes me a second to get on new vibes. Mm-hmm. Or just vibes that are drastically different than the last vibe. Right, and right. And, like, if you listen to Sicko Mode, but, like, what I bump every day is, like, 3,500, that's a, that's a vibe I played that's 18 completely different. five times in a row today. Hmm? It's right there. You yep. played what? Hit it. Hit it. Then, do you want some? I'm <laughs> just right. I threw it at you like a while ago. Um, a team, did you hear that song? By Ed Sheeran? No. Oh, okay, cool. I'm sorry, man. I want a different vibe. Yo, A team by Ed Sheeran. Shameless plug. Beautiful song. No, no rough topic. Sampling vocals, totally for it. No, we're not off topic for most yeah. of it, but I think that's what makes it more yeah. interesting, in my opinion. Double points if you shout them out. Wayne on Dr. Carter does it. Goes above and beyond. Above and compliments down. Kanye. Calls him Doctor Kanye. Doctor Kanye. And he has a doctorate from uh from what school? Is it the uh, Art Institute? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honorary and the name of the doctor. song is Doctor Carter, so he's like he's also. Yeah, no, nah, he's like we're all surgeons in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, dude, Wayne was doing crazy stuff back in the day though, like the I feel like dying sample. That man, dude, 8th grade scared me. scared me as a kid. 8th grade me had that on in the headphones yeah, all the time, man. My little depressed ass, bro. 
I was vibe. That song is so good, man. If I should fall, you're the soul beneath my cleats. Like, bruh. Did you ever see? This is a stretch, but it was an MTV VMAs, and this was as Drake was being revealed to the world, and Drake. Perf- I mean, Lil Wayne performed. This is right after the Carter Three with dropped. Kid Rock. No, he did. Um, oh, because I remember that performance, and that's a real one. Maybe you understand me now. With Leona Lewis, who's no one has heard of. Yes, no, I know Leona Lewis. Yeah, yeah. Man. But she was using, she was singing that. There's a whole orchestra, and then Lil Wayne comes out of a staircase, but he's rapping Drake's verse from. I am on a champagne diet. So yeah, that's the that's the uh, richest to the richest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was Birdman's album. album. <laughs> Man, money to blow, money to blow, and coming to you live from the city yeah. next to Atlanta, Vegas. Yep, and he uses Drake's verse, and then at the end he goes, "Drizzy Drake, I love you, boy." And I was like, Ooh, "Like this is crazy." I mean, I knew Drake was a little bit at that point, and then I was like, "Holy shit, Drake!" I was following Drake verse. from like from pretty much John. Him and Nicki, I follow both of them from John. Because, like, I mean, like, I remember the day Itty Bitty Piggy dropped. <laughs> like, bro, I ain't going to lie. You are a liar if you say that is not one of the coldest what time? freestyles, bro. She goes over, she got a dunk by Soldier Boy. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm over here like, I didn't even like that song by Soldier that much. Yeah, yeah. I love Itty Bitty Piggy, bro. Uh, I get crazy. I, that's oh, the first man. Piggy song I ever oh, heard. Oh, my God. That was on a Wayne mixtape. That was like on a... On a those Dat Piff mixtapes where people just make man, them. Man, I know. I got so many of yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm still on Dat Piff. I'm on Dat Piff today, I love Dat man. Piff. Yeah. Man, Dat Piff ain't never gonna die. If that site dies, I'm dead. Like, dude, SoundCloud's cool, but like, if you a real music lover, Dat Piff never left your rotation. Dat Piff is a music it. lovers thing because that's like a that's a real culture thing though. Like, yeah, Dat Piff, have the app. Dat Piff awesome. is a staple. Like, that's some real stuff. I did a uh, I did an entire paper on the music streaming industry. And I was like, y'all not going to not pay homage to Dat Piff, Piff was for the... literally making careers. Yeah. Like, bro, and for the people who couldn't go out and buy the album. Do you remember when, when a mixtape would drop and the whole website, the banners would be, like, the background would be the mixtape? I remember, like, going there whenever a whiz tape yeah, would drop. Yeah, would or... always do that. You, yeah. could tell, you could tell which tape was the hottest. And it would tape. always be sponsored, so you don't have to sign in. Uh-huh. I love it. You actually had to listen, because they was tracking the listens, because yeah. they were trying to see. And then that's how that's how Cole got up there. Yeah. Man, I remember my cousins and me, man, we used to always be listening to that, because they put me on at a young age. Mm-hmm. Like, they, like my, I'm the youngest first cousin. So no. all my older cousins was burning CDs, like, right, right. way before I knew how any of that yeah. worked. So I would just tell them whatever artists I like, they burn me something, and then one day my cousin was just like, oh, cool, you got to do this yourself now. Yeah. So then I had to learn LimeWire and everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it was all cool. Like, man, that's part of the culture. Though. That's like what, that's what makes this so dope. Um, low key, let's wrap this up, because yeah. I just looked at the timer, we and we ready. just keep getting consistently off yeah, topic. Yeah. But, uh... Two quick questions, and then we can dip out of this one. One is, do you think hip-hop could survive if samples stopped today? Yeah, 100%. Really? I, I, don't, I don't like a future without samples, but the way that I see... It's like... How can I, I feel like it? I would die without samples. I would die without samples, but... from a But biz- you think the music could still be hot? Yeah, because to me, uh, hip-hop is like a child... Like my child, 
and they're going to grow up, and they're going to do what they want to do, mm-hmm. and I still love them, even though I fucking really hate what's happening right now with the artists that are coming out. Some it's of still them. growing. It's still growing, and I think we took a wrong, not wrong, but a weird turn recently, and you got people Very like... Very weird turn. Where people can drop a song and become superstars in one day, one and they're day. not that good. Overnight. Overnight. We were talking about Blueface. Good man. Fucking Subi hey, Tatiana's an okay look, song, man. Look, look, that's gonna go crazy. No, but, it's good, but, but like not but, that fucking good. But you heard the Young Ma remix? No, ten no. times harder. Cardi B, ten times. The, the Cardi B remix decent, but like Young Ma no. kills it, bro. She murders that song. Okay, well, I mean, again, we got the little pumps, we got the little fucking smoke perps. I don't like that, and I don't. I don't. I don't know if I like all of it. I definitely can appreciate some of the sounds. I can tell when they're being innovative, and I can tell when it's like, man, your heart wasn't on this one. Or they don't have the personality. I thought when Kodak Black or the came stories. Out, I mean, yeah, like, Kodak Black is hilarious. Bro, you're definitely one of those people who enjoys the storyline of rap. Yeah, so just from the artist you like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you like your rap to have a little sustenance in the exactly. background. Like, little little pump could never make. Uh, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, but I understand. See, I wouldn't that. even say he could never make it, but like the way he's going right now, I can't see it. Because I, I think, I think rap, like what we grew up with, was these people weren't making music that was hot. These people made music that would last the test of time, and it has. They did. Like, it. Yeah, like, they did it. They made timeless music. I'm sorry, but also the, the, the is not a timeless goes song. Back. It only goes back like so far. Like we're still new in hip hop. Yeah, it's born in the seventies, like, 70s, man, like, late like 70s, there are like, people who have been alive for all of it. Right, right. Like, and again, it is, it is good now though, where hip hop has taken over as the number one genre in the world right now. It is. Yeah. It, it's beat out rock. Rock is gone. When we were kids, hip hop was still not that popular, but now it is at the forefront. I think the Migos are the fucking Beatles of rap right now. Like, Man, whether we like it or how? not. Yeah, I exactly. Bro, I love it. Yeah. But, like, this was overnight. Yeah, yeah. Like, honestly, it went from, like, my friends knowing, like, one Kanye song to yeah. them going, like, have you heard the new Kanye? And I'm yeah. like, nah, bro. Yeah, yeah. You heard the old Kanye <laughs> yeah, yet still? Yeah, exactly. Because you still look like you ain't heard the freshman adjustment. Exactly. And y'all over here trying to get me to listen to this on Bipolar. And that's uh, that backpack like, music shit. That that's what thing. I'm saying. Like, I think man, we both have it where it's like, you these girls are screaming, I love it, but I'm like, have you heard anything from the college yeah, dropout? Yeah, like, you know, like, you just look at him and you like, I understand that you think you love Kanye. Yeah. Because you heard Good Life when you were a kid, right, and then right. he came back at it right. some new ones. Or but Gold like, Digger, yeah. But like, where, man, I took Gold Digger out of my DJ set. Why? I don't play, because I'm tired of white people screaming the N-word in Oh, yeah, face. that's true. Bruh, like, honestly, it, yeah. I am so tired of yeah. it. Like, I want to talk about that yeah. every opportunity I get. Yeah, yeah. Like... Don't scream the n word. Yeah. When Gold Digger comes on, for some reason that white girls think it's you. okay when it's Dude, a party. I only play the clean. <laughs> I only play the clean version for the last two years. They still scream it. What I, I, I had to cut it out completely. <laughs> I DJed the party and I and I cut the I hit the fader. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to see, and they Bruh, did it. They did I it. Even, I don't even have the fader. Yeah. I literally had the clean version. I'm talking the only <laughs> radio edit in my computer is Gold Digger and Monster. Concert. Yeah, because I, I I have refused to take Monster out of my set. Yeah, yeah. there's not enough n words in it. But right. like at the same time, I like when it hits, you just see a whole bunch of uncomfortable white people in the back. Yeah, like man, don't scream the n word. Yeah, 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 don't do it. Yeah, like I understand it's music. I understand you got a justification somewhere, but nah, <laughs> bro. Like I don't want to hear it. Just don't scream it. Yeah, like the rest of the song is hot too. Yeah, that's one word. 
and they put some extra spice on it. That's what I'm saying. Every time, man, I'm just like, dude, why is this songs. like at me? One I feel like yeah. you all turn. They point at you, yeah. I'm just like, hey, I can say it. Like, no, man. stop it. Like, this isn't cool. But man, that got heavy unnecessarily. Man, yeah. we really keep getting off topic. <laughs> samples. 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 I would love for, for the music industry to keep using samples. I would love I think, for it to get easier. I think people that are in the mainstream right now, like Cole, I still think Ka- or Kanye will keep it alive. There'll be weird samples. Oh, yeah. Maybe not soul samples. Yeah, no. Uh, I think Chance is, is doing really Kanye good with that. Kanye is only going to sample Sesame Street. Yeah, it's like crazy shit. some shit. Um, Chance is doing really well. Cole's doing really well. Man, Kendrick is really yeah. well. So, yeah, it'll be there, but um, I, I hope it survives. But if it doesn't, um, you know, I think there's so many producers now that don't the use samples. The industry moving forward. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, Monty Booker's one of my favorite examples. Oh, I mean, he's... Like, yeah. he can... Man, he's such a great producer. Yeah. And, like, he he can use any sound. Yeah, I've never yeah. seen someone who could use any sound. Like, when you just see his little, like, Instagram videos of him walking around, just grabbing a sound from here, yeah. grabbing a sound from here, and then, like, the full beat comes together, and you're like, it's a radio hit. Like, I, automatically. I think we'll we'll look back at him in 10 years and say that he created a sound. Oh, yeah, no, it's over. He's, he's going to make a way. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm, I'm already liking it too much, mm-hmm. and I can't see it in a lot of places. Like, uh, there's this guy, Barry, mm-hmm. Barry from their team. Barry Allen. Barry yeah, Allen. Yeah, Barry yeah. Allen with an I. Uh, his album is dope. He has a track on there called Lil' Bish, mm-hmm. and, like, it sounds so Monty. Yeah, like, yeah. even if it was a different producer, like, that came from Monty. Right, you right, can't right. Tell, like, I'm pretty sure it was Monty because he's part of the Zero, uh, Zero Fatigue mm-hmm. uh, group. But, like, it's so hot. It's yeah, just yeah. stupidly hot. But, back to samples. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, last question, and then we can dip out of here. What song have you always wanted to sample? Even if you can't mm-hmm. chop it right, or it's just like, this is my dream one, I'm going to get it one day, what's the song? Amy Winehouse. Um... I look it up. It's on the Back to Black album. It's, and I should know it because I'm a very yeah. Let me just get the yeah. Here's, the, get here's the actual the vinyl because we're in my studio. It is um. <laughs> it's something like uh, he can only hold her. Ooh, one of my favorite man. songs of all time. Oh my god, he can only hold it. That would be a crazy one, dude. Low key, I'm gonna fade the rest of this podcast out off that song off my turntables. Yeah. I'm gonna put it. He in. can only hold her. That's gonna one be one of the called. best songs. But yeah, nah, dude, that's dope. The I one think, that I, the one that I've been wanting to do, and I gotta figure out how to break it down one of these days. All I do by Stevie Wonder, bro. I do. Man, that song is so cold. I got some yeah. Stevie Wonder vinyls over there too, man. Yeah, man. Whew. It gives me chills thinking about that <laughs> track. Wale did it on uh, really? the More About Nothing. I was just bumping mm. before uh, we even started recording. But yeah, no, nah, dude. It was dope talking with you. I love getting sure. your perspective. Like, this was a high-key, dope-ass mm-hmm. conversation. I love dude. it. We definitely gotta do some more episodes. Like, of course. After we got all the mic shit worked yeah, out. Yeah, I'm getting another mic in yeah. soon, too. Dope, man. But yeah, nah, dude. That was dope. And uh, I don't know how to end shit, so, you know. I'll end it. Fuck it. Welcome to this podcast, The Miseducation of Music. I had fun. Uh, we had a third person in here that was very quiet the entire time. Didn't say a word. <laughs> very surprising. Didn't... I, wasn't, I didn't get invited. No, you were able you to talk. You could have talked whatever. Say say thank you for listening. Hi, thank you. I uh, appreciate uh, being on. Thanks for the opportunity, guys. It's been great. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Oh, God. That's the only thing I'm using for all of that. I mean, <laughs> your right. audio. Hey. Thank you for listening, and thank you for having me.